All right, episode 25. We're getting there, we're doing it. Uh, I've got a good one for you. I've got Benedicte Engine, and I've got Josh Pierce. Benedicte, Hello. let's talk Viking waffles. Tell us when it started, how did it start? Give us the story behind the brand. Yeah, so it started four years ago now. Um, my company is Viking Waffles. And I really believe, Mark, that I'm put on this earth to be able to help people feel better about themselves so they can focus on what's really important in life. And I really think and hope I'm able to do that to creating Viking Waffles. And like, I really believe that the smartest way to how people live healthier is actually to change their nutritional profile on foods that we crave and eat the most uh, and make it better. So it's exactly what you're doing, Mark. That's why I'm excited to be in this space and thank you so much for having me here. Uh, but yeah. Nutritionally better. Tell yeah. us what that means. Tell us what nutritionally better means. You know I'm big on that. Give it to us. So uh, with Viking waffles, I don't want to promote any particular diet. So even though many people see the product as a diet friendly product, it's really important to me to not push too much the diet culture, but to come up with a product that we all can agree on that we should re reduce the amount of sugar and high protein foods makes us feel full longer. So whether you want to do keto, low carb, high fat vegan, like that, I want to leave that up to the individuals. But I do think like most people agree on that. It's too much sugar on the market in products and just high protein diets help uh, a lot of people to eat. People know I do not talk diets, not a fan of them. I am a fan of having a healthy relationship with food. That's yeah. what you should do. Have a healthy relationship with food, eat balanced yeah. nutritional profiles. Let's talk about those waffles. What's it made of? Yeah, so it's mostly made of eggs. So that's a protein source. And so it's high in protein, lower in carbs and sugar, and it's all gluten-free. So we use oat flour, organic oat flour, coconut flour, casein protein, and uh, erythritol, which is a keto-friendly sugar alcohol. Got it. Now, I believe that you traveled or came to New York from where? Where did you start this? What's sort of your background? I think it's fitness. I think we're talking CrossFit, maybe, maybe a little yoga. Give us a little bit of that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm from Norway. And what most people don't know that Norwegian waffle is a big tradition for us. So I have so many incredible like childhood memories around these waffles. Uh, but as I grew up, I was serious into sports and soccer. And I also attended medical school uh, one year. So the more I learned about nutrition, I realized that my favorite comfort food is something I shouldn't eat. And for me and many people, this word shouldn't is very triggering and feel like limiting your, your life in a way. So that's why uh, I started experimenting with my own diet. And just now I feel very, like it fills my heart so much knowing that I'm able to create these waffles that I had so many positive association with that American families can enjoy 
today and have a better alternative than what I grew up with? Passion. You need yeah. passion, everybody. You want to start a business? You want to start a brand? You want to start a company? You have a product you want to put out there? Passion. You need it. It's got to come from the heart. Let's talk about how you were able to distribute the product first. So you have the waffles. I've seen them. I've actually had them. They're delicious. Uh, what was the first channel for distribution? Was it direct to consumer? Did you sell it on a website? Yeah, so I actually started making everything from a church kitchen in New York City when I came here. Uh, and, you know, it was really uh, running around the city, talking to store managers, like the traditional route, uh, getting the product into stores. And like at the time, Mark, like, I couldn't even have this conversation with you because my English was so bad. So it was really dependent on meeting people in person and letting them try the product. So like less convincing and more like tasting and letting it, everyone wants to see does this product sell? Do people want it? It's one thing that I'm passionate about my own product, but does it sell? But from there, I also, it was the hardest part working with stores. Uh, so today everything is 100% digital. So I actually stopped that route and jumped 100% over to digital. And are you doing that through your website uh, as well as a, a platform like Amazon? Give us, give us the layout of what, the, what does that look like? No, it's 100% on the website. And do you distribute so, so that those that understand how um, an online business like this could work, do you warehouse them somewhere local? And then as the orders are coming in each day, you do a download and then are you personally shipping them or do you use some sort of 3PL? which would be a, a warehouse or a servicing agent like that that's going to take the, take the product and ship it out for you? No, everything is in-house. So from using a shared kitchen, I stepped over to that till uh, setting up my own bakery in Manhattan. So we have people who are baking, shipping, and packing everything from the same location in the Lower East Side here. So with shipping labels, and everything is very, very closely controlled though. I like that part, so. That's cool. Okay, so you've got a direct-to-consumer business. Love that. Um, and if you are taking a look at the business from, let's say, 12 months ago to today, is it growing? Is this something that you're seeing the, what you want to see out of the business? And, and let, let me sort of separate here, pre-COVID, and then post-COVID, um, give us the layout from 12 months ago, then March to now. Could you sort of give us an idea of what that trend looked like? Yeah, so I can say like in 2019, so last year, my company grew 700%. So it's been insane egg growth. <laughs> so that's why I, I didn't know what to expect, honestly, in 2020. And then COVID came. So, but luckily being direct to consumers, it hasn't really affected the growth um, that much. It's been a little bit since we're taking precautions when we're baking right now. And like the whole world is slower getting supplies. So deliveries are slower. So I was honestly scared in the beginning knowing, seeing that people wanted more refunds because it took us longer to, to ship out. So a big um, lesson from that was that I should have communicated sooner about the situation, uh, which helped everything because people are very understanding when everyone knew what was going on. Like I didn't know 
in the beginning either. Like, do you remember a time where you thought, we're going to close one week and then it's over? And then just adjusting to the new reality. But it hasn't affected that much the, the growth. Good, good. Yeah, the, the takeaway from that is it's a great comment that you had. Communication's key. Um, and, and it can be any form of communication. Customers, like you're saying, and especially loyal ones, um, they're not going to go anywhere if you are able to communicate with them. Um, we, we were, you know, first to send a message about what we're looking like, what does the office look like, what's it like working from home, I'm doing follow-up stuff right now, even as a family, you know, what, what, is, what does it look like inside um, our company? Um, and so if you are able to communicate and say, hey, you're, you're, you're not going to be receiving this for an extra five days because of people are very understanding. So that's a, that's a great comment. Um, where do you want to take the, the, the company? Where would you like to take the brand over the next, let's say, 12 or 24 months? Does it stay in the direct-to-consumer model and does it stay just in waffles or can you see Viking uh, being across the uh, being across the label of a few different uh, products. Yeah, I definitely think we're going to expand the product line, and I also see a lot of help and benefit by having so close contact with customers, uh, since everything is from the website. So I'm very eager to what do people wanna want us to create more, and I will make sure we can um, put that on the market for them. So whether it's now we have protein cookie dough and a collagen-based spread on the waffles and a low sugar uh, syrup as well. So things that being able to talk to customers and knowing what's really important to them makes me be able to innovate in the future on other products. So that's everything. And I wanna keep it uh, digitally, I do. Very well said. I don't know what they were talking about your English. You, you, you speak better than uh, 90%. It, it's and and I'm I'm at, serious. You're you're well spoken and you're talking specifically the language that needs to be uh, heard and understood. Um, the takeaway that I, I again from that one is listening to your customers. You know, we often um, we get. I've talked about this before. We get we get so prideful over a product that we may have come up with, a flavor we may have come up with. I mean, I've done it myself. I thought it was gonna be a, you know, a jammer and uh, it's just not. And the, the customers, the consumers, those are the ones that are gonna help build the brand long-term, right? So you gotta have your listening ears on. Like I tell my, I tell my kids, listen, get your listening ears on. Yeah. Um, go ahead, please. I think especially our being self-funded, uh, every time I launch new products, I never invest much in inventory or anything because I know how excited I can be myself, but I, I need to see it's well-received. I, I honestly want to think myself as clueless unless like, you see people really being excited about the new launch, a new flavor, anything. That's that's very cool, and, and again, I, I like what you just said. Again, if it, especially because if you are self-funding, uh, you are going to be watching your cash a lot closer. Uh, and you know, it's oftentimes those rules that you make in a scenario like that. If you could exercise those right or execute on them long term, you'll save yourself some grief, uh, whether you have a ton of cash or or no cash. Um, 
I appreciate it. I'm glad to hear of the growth. I've had them before. They're good. Um, appreciate having you on. I'm going to get your info there at the end. Uh, we are going to move over to Josh Pierce talking posty. We're talking direct mail. We're talking immediately. Give it to us, Josh. Here we go. Thank you, Mark. Yes, I'm the Senior Director of Sales here at Posty. We are a marketing platform that allows companies to run their physical direct mail just like you'd run any digital channel. So the quick backstory is that we're about three and a half years old. Our co-founders were trying to solve a problem in marketing in general. Our CEO was a founding partner at an incubator called Science out in Santa Monica, probably best known for helping to launch Dollar Shave Club, Dog Vacay, Prize Candle, a couple dozen different direct-to-consumer brands. They'd always have the same playbook. New acquisition on Facebook, email for re-engagement. Of course, these brands would grow up, they'd raise some venture, they'd need to work more channels. And the team said, well, we want channels that work like digital. Why can't we just upload creative, have it in front of people tomorrow, and then two days later, know what happened and, and how we optimized. Well, they came across direct mail, realized, hey, this is a proven channel. It's been around for decades, but it's just never changed. It is not like running a digital channel. Super frustrating, multiple different vendors, slow analog moving, but they realized there's technology here to make this better. So they put technology in place that now allows brands of all different sizes to use machine learning and automation and pixels to run direct mail, just like a Facebook campaign. So we have several hundred brands now from meal kit delivery companies, on-demand marketplaces, healthcare, fintech, to huge telecoms, all finding value in adding technology to a channel that just kind of had never moved until recently. Really cool. So uh, direct mail is not dead, folks. It it's alive not. and well. In fact, I like that. Um, I'm going to give a quick scenario then I'm playing around on my, I'm playing around on this, on a site. I'm looking at a product. It knows the same way that it may hit me with an email later, right? Which it should, if it was able yeah, to somehow right. cookie or, you know, grab, grab, you know, an email address. If you have the ability to capture an address, physical home or business address, the same way you shoot out a, a physical mailer. That's one of the many capabilities in Posty. Absolutely. We're doing cookie to address appends. So we built our own DMP. It's fed through all the major data aggregators from TransUnion to Experian, Axiom, Newstar, Epsilon, uh, Visa, MasterCard data. So you, yes, you could put a pixel on your site. We'll take that cookie, push it in our DMP, resolve to an address and be able to send mail the next day. Um, Benedicta, you could upload customers that have bought from you. We'll create a lookalike model of them very quickly within a couple hours and then be able to go back out to the nation using thousands of different data points associated with the households of your customers and now start prospecting for new people and let it response optimize as those conversions come into your site all in real time just like you'd expect a, a facebook campaign to do very so, cool very cool. very cool stuff very and, cool uh, yep i like it uh it, it's 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 uh it's new i haven't i haven't heard that before so i really like it um, Posty, my guy gets mad. He does says you always mark. You always point in the wrong direction. That's why now I just do this. Right here. And Josh, uh, I appreciate having you both on. Cool, cool stuff. Uh, Thank you so much. To much success. Be well. Be healthy. Make it happen. Thank you.